0: Great speed, and you're listening to the Soul Stealer session.
1: Comics from Metalheads, you're listening to the Soul Stealer Sessions, keep it locked.
2: All my DC homies, what's going on? This is MC Track. Right now,
3: you're tuned into the Soul Stealer Sessions.
2: We agree that nature can't do without rhythm. But rhythm can get along without nature. This rhythm...
1: Hi, this is DJ Markey from Innerground Recordings and you listen to Soul Stealer Sessions.
2: sessions, Concrete Jungle, New York, Digital Confusion, New York, North American Drum and Bass in general, for real, keep it locked.
1: Soul stealer sessions from the total science were one half the bold one motherfuckers. <laughs>
3: Steeler Sessions. This is some more Keep it locked.
4: This is Moody Moore and DJ Seven with the Soul Stealer Sessions on different drums. On this week's Epic Chat Time, we're catching up with Reed Speed, a staple in the stateside d and scene and personal mentor. Reed, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Great, great.
3: You were one of the rare and fortunate individuals stateside who made a name for yourself, DJing in the late 90s and early 2000s on labels like Breakbeat Science. What was that like for you?
0: A really cool experience. I guess it was pretty flattering to be, I guess, sort of the last DJ that ever made it onto that. Um, at that time, like to have a mix CD out was sort of the pinnacle of a DJ career. Like, if you could get a mix CD out, you could go on tour and all that. Right. I, I feel very fortunate that I was able to experience that and get to go on tour and play like a lot of big events, you know, like Ultra and stuff, and have the backing of, of the best drum and bass entity, at least in the country. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a very cool time.
4: So what inspired the creation of Play Me Records?
0: Uh, Play Me came about because after a bunch of uh, music projects that I was involved in had sort of, I don't want to say they failed, but like things happened, like I had written an entire album. And then the label lost all the masters, and then the guy, like, disappeared. Wow. Um, Wow. Yeah, that was, like, from, like, 2004 to 2006, I wrote an an album that was supposed to get released, and then that, that didn't happen. Then I started another project with some friends, and we did that for a couple of years, and then they told me... One day, they didn't want to do the project anymore, that I, quote, worked too much, and they wanted to have more fun. They didn't understand why I had to take it so seriously, and then literally just um, deleted me from (laughs) the the history of our group and tried to do the group without me. Wow. Um, So, after those two experiences, I was pretty bummed and just, like, looking for something else to do, and Mark of Sonic, another German based DJ and producer from the United States, he had approached me and said that his distributor wanted him to do an electro house label, but that he didn't like Electro House and would I be interested in kind of doing all the AR and the creative side and he would handle the other side. Right. I said, sure, we jumped into it and then, you know, within a few releases I realized, you know, A, I don't want to just do Electro House. And B, he didn't really want anything to do with it, so then it just became what it is today, you know, a multi-genre-based music label.
4: Now, is that, are you referring to Play Me Too, or is that yet a, a different project?
0: No, Play Me and Play Me Too are basically, like, the same thing. Okay. Like, they're, they're two separate labels, but it's, like, one thing. They're not, there's no, like, different, we don't release different music on one or the other, Which is sort of, like, whatever works out.
4: Uh, so you and your husband, Alex, uh, do you both have exciting plans in store as a duo?
0: No, we don't, we've never done anything together as a duo in any way. He doesn't, he's like, DJs and he plays drums, but he's never, like been seriously involved in pursuing music. Right. I don't know. We like very different music. So I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even think that ever crossed our mind.
3: Through, through your career, Reed, uh you've transitioned from exclusively playing drum and bass to performing multi-genre sets. Um, uh, you had already mentioned some stuff about how Play Me came together, but aside from that, what other factors motivated how your styles changed over the years?
0: Even when I started playing drum and bass, I was really into two-step, but back then, it was not Um, acceptable to Mm -hmm. play multiple genres. It was just looked down upon to do different things. So then I just kind of stuck with it and kept doing mixes and doing uh, different genres. Moving to LA was like a big deal. It was the first time that when I lived in a place and said to people I play all these different things, people were like oh that's really cool. Do you want to like play a break set? Do you want to play a house set? Um, And then as time went on with people like Z Trip and like the whole like DJ AM and the whole mashups and all these different things, DJs, you know, like even craze and stuff, like it, it just became more acceptable over time. And then eventually it just became sort of the normal thing. Now, if you don't play a bunch of genres, like you're kind of shit. So, yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm happy that more people are embracing more genres. Like, I just never really understood why you had to only
3: like one thing rules in like making music is that something you've ever really honored or looked at as part of your process when you put together music
0: making music is something that I've like struggled with for my entire career like I just I don't know some people are really good at certain aspects of it and then some people aren't and it's really hard and like the music that I like the most I'm the worst at making so at least when other genres, it's okay to do other things, at least that gave me an outlet to be able to put stuff out that I didn't think sucked. You know, it's really hard. Like, I I wish I could be better at the stuff that I like to make, but I don't know. It's been an enigma my whole life.
3: I can respect that. It seems like a common artist dilemma that, uh, you know, you're, you're not alone on. I'm definitely one who suffered that quite a bit, too. Um uh, in, like, the last year, what's a recent favorite d gig that you played, and how'd it go down?
0: Well, I don't know, like, honestly, like, I don't, I don't really, it's really sad, but now the way that things are going, like, I don't really have any shows. I have, like, one show coming up this year, but that's about it, so, I don't, I don't even know if I'm going to have a job, like, for the rest of the year, like, who knows? Like, wow. no, no one cares if you can DJ anymore, that's for sure, so, playing, like, a dB gig is definitely a labor of love for
3: me yeah i hear that i hear I that i really
0: enjoy it whenever i can do it but i'm like i'm racking my brain to think about when did i play any drum bass shows this past year like i played at concrete jungle at the end of the year that was pretty cool to play an awesome drum bass show in the park like at home it was i mean it's a very smart venue but it was, it was good vibes right yeah.
3: on right on always good vibes cool You've got one of the strongest social media games as a globetrotting uh, DJ, producer, label boss, baller in general. Uh, how do you manage? I mean, as a day professional, how do you feel about handling social media <laughs> along with what you already do day-to-day and getting all your stuff done? Uh, wow, I don't
0: know. I'm like, that's a, that's a very flattering statement you made about me, but honestly, because I love cats. And I
5: don't
0: know. I, <laughs> like, like, posting funny stuff, thats like that's fun for me. I really enjoy, I don't know, I've always like, Liked words and making making it funny, you know, and now that that's a part of social currency. Like, I'm glad at least I can do one thing that abuses people on the internet.
3: <laughs> You've always been that way. It's kind of been reflective of your personality, in my opinion. So no,
0: that's, that's awesome. I really appreciate that. I, I mean, mean, if only if only like somehow posting funny cat pictures like. And being good at DJing would, like, give you a DJ career.
3: It's funny because it used to, but that passed us by so quickly. It was really kind of a Yeah, it's a just
0: shock. now it's really not, it doesn't matter if you have any skills whatsoever. The skills you need to have are, like, are you connected to the right people who are, you know, makers of fame, like, people, and it's not about if you can DJ or even if you can produce, like, the most top artists playing today, they don't, half of them don't produce their own music. That's true. But at least I can hope that, like, in the future that the underground is gonna, people who go to music shows because they actually are seeking a musical experience, you know, a communion of dance, that that's gonna become a thing again, that people are gonna reject all this fake shit that's like, the reason that we all got involved with the scene was so that we could escape the corporate monoculture that life has become. Right, And I yeah. think that we're going to see that that's going to become a thing again soon where people are like, no, I, don't, I reject all this big bullshit. I don't want to go to see a Hollywood movie in musical form. Like, they'd rather see something that's real that that's going to change their mood in, in a positive way.
3: Well said.
4: So, um, quick question. You did... Uh, you worked with Hospital Records. Uh, I guess it's been... It was last last summer, was it? You put out an, an, a great podcast. It's still in circulation for me. I love listening to that. Um, any plans oh. to work with hospital stateside? Um, I mean, it was
0: a cool thing that they asked me to do it, but no, I don't know. I don't think that they. I um, don't know.
4: Well, it was it was a great podcast. Uh, your music selection was was amazing.
0: Thank you. I mean, they're one of my they've been one of my favorite labels since they started. Although. Now they do a lot more like poppy stuff.
4: Yeah, they
5: all
0: have dope, awesome stuff. So it was really like quite an honor to just do anything with them, you know, because they're such a great label and they've been they've been doing it for so long on such a high high level, and they're it's always been really positive with them. They're really good guys, and they push music and. Yeah,
3: that's great stuff. Right on. And one last thing on the podcast angle tell us a bit about Speed of Sound, your own podcast that you've been doing. Uh, It's up to episode 12 right now. Um, How did that get started and what's the driving force behind it for you nowadays?
0: Um, I just really was inspired at the end of 2014, probably about October. I realized there was so much good drum and bass coming out in a way where there just hadn't, I hadn't seen that inspired by drum and bass in a while, and I just was super inspired by all these these new producers that sort of adhere to the old school values, you know, a lot of, like, critical that label, or artists like Messages and Face and right. I don't know, I just, like, blank on every artist that I love when I when I have to talk about them, but <laughs> there were just so many of them coming together that it seemed like a good time you know, to just go back and put that out, um, have a place where people who like German and bass can come every month to get their new German and bass and all in one spot. And the response has been really great. I don't know, hopefully maybe one day I can turn it into something more like a satellite radio, something I'd love to get it on a place, syndicated radio type of airwaves thing Outside of just SoundCloud, but even like the last one I put up, I made the mistake of using an Adele remix that I found on SoundCloud and then they took it down. And it's like, come on, man, uh, what are you doing? It's a fucking DJ mix with a song that I, on <laughs> SoundCloud. But, I. I mean, it's the first time I've had that happen, and I, I should have, I honestly, it was my own bad for not having thought about that, but when they first took the mix down, the stupid song that I. Got the mix taken down was still up, and I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah, Why that's
3: ironically annoying. Damn,
0: but then they took that one down too, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs>
3: vindication at last. But it doesn't, it I doesn't, mean it's just it, doesn't cause cause
0: it, it had a lot of plays, and it's like unfortunate that now it'll probably never even reach this as close to how many plays it had before they took it down, but. There was It was mixed, so it wasn't even, like, the first 30 seconds of it, it wasn't even, like, the actual song. It was, like, anyway, I don't know. They have algorithms.
4: Yeah. Have yeah, 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 they do. Definitely. They do. It All just right. seems to
0: depend on a lot of things, some of which are dumb luck, and some of which are that they're actively looking for them, and some of which are you started the mix with it, or you tagged them in it, or some stupid thing. You're right. right. You're
3: totally right. So getting back to Play Me just for one last time, what's coming up for Play Me in 2016?
0: Well, we've got so, hold on, I'm going to open the calendar because literally we have so much stuff that I'm really excited We actually have a bunch of drum and bass releases coming, which I'm excited about.
4: Excellent. Um,
0: Let's see, all right, what do we got coming out? Uh, Okay, releases, releases, what do we got? Bad Catholics, another one from Eliminate. we've got Secret Panda Society, some of my favorites, those guys are from D.C. I don't know if you know them. Yes,
3: yes, I've heard of them, yep.
0: They're super dope. Um, they have a drum and bass song on there. Oh my God, this calendar is driving me crazy. <laughs> um, then we've got some dubstep, Delta Nine, Prismatic. In terms of drum and bass, I've got a remix coming out for this band called The Walking Six. Um, I did a sort of like half tempo drum and bass remix. It comes yes. out in March, I think. Um, and then we've got a Des McMahon drum and bass EP coming awesome. out. Awesome.
3: Congrats to Des. Big up to him. That's great news.
0: Yeah, super happy to super hear. Dope. Him. Yeah, I find this guy called Touch today. He sent an EP. i have not I'd never heard of him before. but mm-hmm. Super dope. Like some dark neuro German bass. That's awesome. And thin dead thing, and then some nostalgia German bass, and then some reed German bass, and a bunch of other cool stuff. Yeah, the label's always doing well. I mean, that's something that we've managed to keep consistent and just sort of maintain. Is like I know we can't we can't retain like top artists anymore, but we're not, we're not trying to compete against, like, the Auzlas and the NIMACs and all the major labels anymore. We've just sort of established that we are the feeder to so all these labels and, like, all of these labels kind of look to us for who they're going to pick next. So that's, you know, it's cool that Mad has been, like, field artists from us and Auzla and all these... Big dudes come to us to see who's the next hot shit. Right on. Yeah,
3: yeah. you're right. I mean, you're a tastemaker in that re- in that regard, so that's a big deal.
4: What about um, Liminal? Didn't you have one of his tracks on your hospital podcast? Isn't he on your label? Yeah, t- we did a freebie
0: from him. Like, yeah, we uh, they broke up, and now it's just one of the guys is keeping the name. Um, but yeah, we, we did some we did a free thing with them for sure. Yeah, right awesome.
4: On. I love I love their sound. They're out of uh, North Carolina. Yeah,
0: they yeah, they're from North Carolina and I mean the guy Brent who does it now, I, I think his his vibe is sort of like you guys remember cosmatic Kinda of like on that vibe that like been yeah. rolling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is super nice. Yeah.
4: So, um, do you have any shout outs, Reed, that you like to give?
0: Yeah, well shout out all the artists coming out on Play Me and Shout out all the fans of drum and bass around the world. Right on. Listening to drum and bass. Keep supporting real DJs. It's National DJ Day, so
1: support right your on. local real DJs. Yeah. Hey
3: cool. Man. Cool. It's Joe Physics and you're listening to Soul Stealer Session. That's the life, life, play, play, life, life, life,
1: life, 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 life. The Hustler League. Hustler. That's the life, life that the a hustler lead hustle that's the life play 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 that a hustle, and lead. hustle. That's the life. The hustle and lead that's the life play 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 that a hustle lead that's the life DJ Dara, breakbeat science planner of the drums, represented for the Soul Stealer sessions. Big up.
4: AK 1200. You're listening to the Soul Stealer sessions. Big up.
1: Strategy broken English, months to a life on the Costod of selfing, and you're listening to the Soul Stealer session.
2: you're back to me i fill these sheets with words i plead. you'll never know how far i've come i ran the
5: some of the Soul Stealer sessions.
2: This
1: is Ed Rush, and you're listening to the Soul Steelers Sessions, rinsing out DC style. Check it out, drum and bass. Sick, man!
3: if you're listening to the soul stealer sessions big up